Good evening, everybody. Welcome to R.A.W.F. Immortal 8, the biggest pay-per-view in R.A.W.F. history. We are here at Soldier Field Live here in Chicago. And uh, as he was not last night, my co-host has arrived tonight for the biggest pay-per-view of In All of Unstoppable. He is. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the legend himself, El Vacant. El Vacant, welcome to Soldier Field. Good evening, sir. Oh, come on. Call, call me Scott. <clears throat> you are really good. Have you tried one of these yet? What are you... What are you eating? I, uh, they were in my office. I, you know, I get I get all the new sample versions of all the new items, and this was on my desk. So I figured, you know, I'll try them, and they're pretty good. This one's so this one's so is this what, You want to try them? No, that's okay. Is this what you were doing last night, eating, eating, and weren't able to get to the show because you're too busy eating? What, what, no, okay, look. What are no? I was there last night. I was there. I never made it to the show because someone. Not exactly sure who, but someone apparently put in, put in an anonymous automated report, and I ended up spending all night because uh, you know the FDA came in and they decided to 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 have a spot inspection on on every single one of my trucks last night, and I had to be there for it. Well, who would do something like that? I I I don't I don't know. I will say that the 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 apparently the the IP came from the RAWF headquarters. They were oh, able to well, try I, that. I I I wouldn't do such a thing, and I I very oh, I, got, I mean, we have to be you an employee. To the show. You wouldn't do that to yourself. No employee. I mean, what employee? Oh, Coogs wouldn't do that to you. I'm pretty sure. Raven, not Raven. Uh, oh. <clears throat> Never mind. Let's, well, I'm, I'm glad you're No, 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 wait, wait. What? What? Okay. Well, well, I mean, you know, I, I, I bot could have pulled something like that. I, that, that jumped up little calculator. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to reboot their system tomorrow, I tell you. Tomorrow? Well, tonight, so today, I don't know. Look, I, I I spent a lot of time in grease pits yesterday. That and apparently you're on a on a socket a socket sugar high. I am. They're really good though. You really should try one. Wait, no, on. that's There's okay. There's a cream one here somewhere that was. No, really no, here, I don't. Here. No, no, that's okay. I'm 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 trying to quit. Anyways, uh, not that. What's I really good is you just sort of slowly lick them until you get to the creamy center. You know we've got stuff to talk about here. We we don't need to. We, I mean, sheesh. okay. Immortal Eight. We've got stuff to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Here at the top of the hour at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and let 
less than about 50 minutes, I will be hitting the start button on the Xanther, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, the eighth annual uh, tournament. Up to last I checked, about 128 people in signed up for the tournament, so that's awesome. Uh, and there's still time to get in. I want to thank the GMs that have been out there plugging the scene, plugging the scene, plugging the scene. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, and uh, here at the top of the hour, that tournament will be underway. Uh, so, yeah, definitely want to be one of our biggest tournaments ever. Looking forward to it. Start of it happens in just a little while. Plus, L Vacant, tonight we announce the 2021 class of the RAWF Hall of Fame. I'll be doing that in here just a short while after we uh, talk about some of the matches that are happening tonight. Some interesting things to uh, discuss uh, for sure. Starting with that main event, it is the Immortal Griffith defending the World Heavyweight Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon of Greatness. Um, Easy for so, you to say. Yeah, really. Can you put those away? They're distracting. Uh, oh, fine. <sighs> you know, of all the things. Anyways, the Immortal Griffith has a huge night. The, the Immortal Griffith has an incredible night on his on his plate. It is something that even he, he has got to feel at least a little challenged. Not only does he have to defend the world title against the Paragon of Greatness and try to break his streak of defending the World Heavyweight Championship, something he has never been able to do in seven attempt or six five or six attempts, uh, and he has to do so against POG. He also defend has to defend his men's championship, which he's held now for 13 months since last year's unyielding. 13 straight months as the men's champion, uh, but he has to defend that against Mithras, the title machine. And then also on his plate, defending the Supreme Fighter Championship against Deez, uh, who is a former Supreme Fighter champion in his own right and current Platinum Dragon champion. Talk to me about Immortal Griffith's night real quick. Uh, how, do you, how do you think the Immortal One will fare tonight? Well, I, look, uh, I think he said it himself. It's like his night just keeps, you know, a, a, any one of those matches could be a main event at any other show. You know, like this, you know, first first he goes against Mr. Pay-Per-View himself. Then he turns around and goes against the title machine. And then he goes against, you know, the other biggest name in RAW of history, the Paragon of Greatness. I mean, like if you ask him, hey, how can we make your night more difficult? I'm not sure what he would come up with. Maybe drop a bus on him. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, anyone who would have to face those three in consecutive matches on the same card, uh, it, it would be a near impossible task. Uh, does has does is it over the head of the immortal Griffith? Well, we'll talk to him later in the program and find out what he how he feels. It's been it's an interesting circle as well because Griff having to defend two titles, one against Mithras, one against D's. Mithras and D's square off for the Platinum Dragon Championship, uh, the heart and soul of RAWF. It's uh, interesting how these things work out, but Dee's, his first title defense as Platinum Dragon Championship, is not going to be an easy one against the title machine. Correct? No, no, not at all. That's, that is going to be a hellacious match. Like that's, if, if, if Dee's wanted to get thrown into the fire right out of the gate, he certainly did it because – because there's not a lot of people uh, that I would say are a more of a threat to these than Mithras, right? Like, there, I mean, 
there are some other names, but I would like I would say they're all on the same level, not like worse, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is this is not who I want to defend defend a newly won title against. <clears throat> if I was the Platinum Dragon Champion, I would not want to no. be Mithras across from me uh, in the ring, even if it was Immortal, even if it was for the heart and soul of RAWF. That is not a matchup I would want. Uh, if I were in Diesel's shoes, but he as indeed the matchup he gets tonight. Luke Cage. I will, defend- say, this. I will say this, like in Diesel's head, like you know the the guy likes to have a good time, but he likes a good fight too. So there's a chance. There's a chance now, and, and I'm just ballparking here because you know I, I haven't talked to him about this. Um, there's a chance that he re- is relishing the fact that it's such a big match out of the gate because. I mean, what better way to cement yourself in that role if you if your first defense is against someone like Mithras and you win? Like, what better way to prove that you belong in that position? True. I mean, if Dee's were to pull this win off tonight and retain the Platinum Dragon Championship, it certainly would be a huge feather. It would be some uh, – certainly the doubters would have to quiet quite a bit. Uh, if there if there are you know and there are plenty of doubters there's no doubt about it did I, I but anyways um, but moving on national title Luke Cage defending against Hot Shot Chaz big night for Chaz looking to win his first RAWF gold national type championship immortal who do you like between Luke and Chaz considering that Luke's it seems like Aggie has been in his head as of late uh, and is kind of doing something to Luke that we haven't seen from him. Look, uh, I, I said this uh, last week, uh, and I've been saying this for, for a while now, and I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Chaz is due, and I think this is going to be it. I think he walks out the new champion. Hmm. Well, And that's not a nope. shot at Luke. I, I just think you know sometimes the stars just align the right way. And I think they're lined up for for Chaz tonight. We will find out when Luke Cage defends the national title against Hot Shot Chaz. We've already discussed the men's championship, but we'll touch on it briefly one more time. Griff versus Mithras. I mean, this is a main event anywhere on any card uh, throughout the year. You know, it would be a world title match, whether it be a world title match, platinum dragon title match, or a men's title match. This one is going to be a barn burner. Definitely. Um, hmm. I, I I can't even tell you where where I think that one's going to fall. I think that it's going to be a great great fun to watch though. All right, I agree. It is going to be a hell of a match. I mean, you got Griff versus Paragon, Griff versus Mithras, Mithras versus D's. Those three matches alone make this and inc- the best card in RAWF history. But you add more matchups like. T- Tigress defending the estrogen title against Wildfire, a rematch from a couple of months ago. But Wildfire looks to be more determined, and it is the biggest show in RAWF history. Does Tiggs retain that estrogen title for the fifth consecutive time? Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, I was, I was distracted by the box over here again. I'm sorry, which match are we discussing? Give me those. Give me the, I am putting them in the safe. Give me those but things. But they're really young. No, they need to be plugged up, put away. I mean, just put away. Can, give me those. Oh, this is mine. Any other time, I'd be okay with this. Well, probably not, but still. 
All right. Tig's Wildfire, estrogen title. I would say smart money is on Tig's, um, but uh, Wildfire is aptly named, and she's also a wild card. Uh, you know, it's been a while since we've seen her at this level. Um, if you know, and I've I, I've done a little homework on her because you know, redhead, I, I have a weakness. Um, you know, so this is going to be great because it's redhead versus redhead, and it's just going to be awesome. But um, from what I'm understanding of, uh, of of her history and what she is capable of, I think this is going to be a good fight, knocked around drag fight, and I and I think I think Tiggs is in for a really serious challenge for her title tonight. Agreed, because every time <clears throat> because a re- we know that a rematch is always harder. Uh, than the first time, I, whatever the hell that means. IKP defends the Fubar City Championship against STB. Iceman King Parsons, simply the best, simply the best right now. Maybe on, maybe the hottest wrestler in the RAWF as far as what he's been able to accomplish over the last couple months. Right now, he's on a winning streak, uh, like none other, like none other. But uh, this is not his forte, simply the best, more of a technical wrestler, if you will. But he fell into the Fubar City cha- contendership. He beat Prince uh, for a shot at the Fubar City Championship. He did, and he wants to use the Fubar City Championship as a stepping stone to the World Heavyweight Championship. Who do you like, IKP, STB? Uh, I mean, smart money, I think, is on IKP on this one for the reasons you've just listed. This isn't really STB's... Uh... Bailiwick, I guess, is the term that would be used. Um, this is, you know, it's he, he's he's more of a technician. IKP is more than happy to just grab you by the neck and punch you in the face. And in this kind of match, that often wins you the fight. All right, Maeve O'Hare defending the Midnight Hobo Championship against probably her toughest challenge to date: the Monster of the Hills, the Hall of Famer, the man who knows how to win at a more big matches at Immortal, Uncle Frank. Is Maeve, from a, on a scale of 1 to 10, how big of trouble is Maeve tonight? Not. Not? Okay. No, I, I think, no. think Maeve, Maeve is going to have a great night. You do? Okay. I do. All right, all right, is there a reason you're, you're – okay. You, so you, you say 0 out of 10. You, you think she's going to walk all over Frank? Oh, yes. I, well, so here's what's going to happen. Frank's going to go in there, and he's going to go, because that's all he can do. And then she's going to look him up and down, and then he's never going to catch her, because she's spry, and he's not. <laughs> okay. That's as, that's as interesting of an analysis as I've ever heard, uh, but we will find out. Was, Maeve herself is quite concerned. Maybe hearing what you just said uh, will boost her confidence a bit. We will see. <clears throat> triple Crown Championship. Liam, last month at Unyielding, won the Triple Crown Championship with si- with his buddy Scythe in the match uh, against the uh, unsettled Chris Cage. Uh, the same strategy could be employed tonight as Scythe got himself into Triple Crown contendership once again. However, on the other side is the Hall of Famer, uh, Knox Boogie. Uh, do you think Knox could have any better luck than say, than, say, Chris Cage did last month? Or do you think Liam walks out of the champion or do you think size pulls a fast one and somehow wins the triple crown championship tonight uh, all right so here's here's how i think this is gonna go so normally this is where they say like if they're smart la 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 but see we just saw this last month 
so they've proven that they are smart. So I think what's going to happen is they're both going to turn their attention on Knox and they're going to give Knox the beatdown of his life. And then once that's over, I expect then they will actually fight it out to see who walks out with the title. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a lay down to keep the title where it is. I think they're just going to be smart to make sure it stays in the house and then they'll fight for real. But as it stands, it is a 90% chance that the triple crown championship stays with the black Irish either way. But which is which is the safe bet here. However, if anybody can pull it off, Knox Boogie, he's a, he's a savvy veteran. He's a former world champion. He knows how to win big matches. He's been triple crown champion before. We will find out tonight at Immortal Multimedia Championship. It is Dev and Cassie Joe, two of, two of RAWF's best. Who do you like walking away at the Multimedia Championship tonight? Hmm. Multimedia. I, I think at the end of the night we're going to be uh, hearing and still. Okay, that's a safe. Uh, that's a good prediction. Uh, and Dev always does perform best uh, when the at, at the biggest shows. So I, I'm not going to get you. Powerball, the Cougar, to defend against Papa Shaker. Um, and we know Papa, Papa does, does like his coins. He likes his gold. Um, but we also know Cougs loves her belt. Who, who walks away as Powerball champion tonight? I think that depends on what kind of mind frame Coogs is in. You know, we know that, uh, you know, she's something put a bee in mm-hmm. her bonnet, as it were. So, you know, is she going to go in there pissed off? Is she going to go in there calculating? Is she going to go in there fed up? You know, like, you know, and depending on which, what, what mood she's in is what's going to happen in that match. I, I hate to say it. I don't think Papa Shaker is going to have a lot to say about the outcome of that match. I think he's going to show up and ride whatever wave hits him. And when he gets to the shore, he's going to be, he'll, he'll realize whether or not he has a title. I agree. But I, I, I somehow believe that Coogs will hold on to that title tonight. That's just my, no offense against Papa Shaker, but I just have a feeling uh, Coogs isn't going to want to let that go anytime soon. We have breaking news from ringside, ladies and gentlemen. We have our first winner of the night in the opening match of Immortal. Strangleheart has defeated the Belt Collector in their four-corner Texas Bull Rope match. So congratulations, a big win for Strangleheart. He is still the king of the Bull Rope match here in RAWF. Congratulations, Strangleheart. Big win for you on the biggest pay-per-view in RAWF history. Belt yeah, Collector. thunder that when you call your shots, you keep hitting them. Who knew? Yeah, no kidding. But hey. Whatever works to get what you need. All right. So, with that being said, we're there. We go back to what we were talking about. Uh, Feral Beasts defend the tag team titles against Hotness El Vacant. This is a huge tag team title match, one of the biggest we've ever had. The Feral Beasts, of course, were won the title last month at Unyielding. Hotness, of course, one of the longest reigning tag teams. Uh, They held the belt for several months last year. Uh, looking to regain those titles tonight at Immortal. Who do you like, the Feral Beasts or Hotness? I, I think this is going to be a really good match. Uh, I would say Smart Money is probably on Hotness, but Feral Beasts, you know, they they they, they really surprised me last month. Um, 
you know, like I had, I had called them to win, so that wasn't the surprise. But just like how efficient and how well they worked together in that ring really, really, really shocked me. Um, and so I think if they go out there and perform like that, it's going to be a close fight either way. Yeah, I agree. It is going to be one hell of a t- could be the best tag team match matchup that we've had in a long, long time here in RAWF. Uh, Claymore to defend the White Lightning Championship against Wolfie. Now, Claymore, uh, you know, he for, he's coming off a loss of the world title. Uh, his own, the title, but he is a five-time White Lightning Champion, and he's like basically right at this point um, the greatest White Lightning Champion we've had in RAWF. Does Wolfie stand a chance in the high-voltage steel cage against Claymore? No. No. I, I... I, I just don't see it. I don't see how Wolfie wins that match against that man in that ring. I just, I don't see how that happens. Okay. Well, I mean, definitely the odds against Wolfie, it would be an upset to be. And it is I mean, I'd love to see it, right? I would, I would be, I would do a little, little happy dance, but well, okay. It wouldn't be little cause I'm pretty big, but you know what I mean? Right. Yep. Champions Choice Championship killing Neptune against the Lord of Pain in a match since it's the eighth annual eighth annual or eight eighth uh, immortal. Uh, he gave Nadunzio a fair amount of moves, eight of them actually. Uh, but of course, Nadunzio cannot use defense, cannot use bag of tricks, kill a can. Uh, so the odds still pretty stacked against the Lord of Pain in that one. I think we both know what our predictions are. Uh, killer for the win in this one. Agreed? I, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty much. It's not like he's, it's not like he's, you know, stacking the deck in his favor. Oh, wait, that's sort of the point of this title. Man, look at this. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he, you know, there's, there's, there's living the gimmick and then there's this. All right. Rematch from last month when Beast won the Hatfield McCoy Championship from Maeve. Maeve came roaring back to earn a rematch here at Immortal. Uh, you already said you believe this is Maeve's night. I be- Are you saying that you believe she's going to regain that championship from Beast tonight? <laughs> All right. I, 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 it, she suffer- certainly feels pretty confident about that one, uh, talking with her. And I got to tell you, look, I, we need to put a moratorium. I, like, next pay-per-view, Beast has to face somebody else for a title so that I can, you know, maybe pick him for a match because I feel bad. It's been months like where he has a match and I keep saying he's going to lose because he keeps being against me. <laughs> like I give him another match. Cause I actually, I like beast. I think he's a good wrestler. I just, I'd like to be able to say, yeah, I think he's going to win. And you like saying his name too. When you read the I, I do. It's fun. Which, you know, and you wouldn't have been able to read it last night, but that's beside the point. Uh, uh, Supreme Fighter Championship, the Immortal Griffith against Deez. Does you know, uh, considering what the the role Deez is on right now, considering Griff's got two matches that he may consider more important than the Supreme Fighter Championship, uh, and Griff may have considered this just a trophy win, where you know he got it, he got what he got it on his resume. Uh, does he does he really care? Do you think Deez has a chance to slip this one off of Griff uh, tonight at Immortal? Well, I would say yes, normally, especially because he's made no he's made no bones about that. He's not even really fond of the rules set for for that division, um, you know. So I could see him, you know, 
to 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 coin a phrase from someone else, phoning that one in. But uh, but I don't know. Like he's been really focused. I, I mean he's 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 been on a hell of a roll all month. Uh, I, I believe undefeated. Like I don't I I, I don't think he's going to take any match lightly. I think he's going to look at every match as if it's the biggest match of his career right now. Could be. Anything goes championship. Boney defends against Hobo Ezekiel. It is a submission match, as the Cougar announced last night here. Uh, the, you know, it's, it's basically they, they have to finish the, finish the match with a submission move. They have to tap the other one out. Uh, Boney and Hobo, I, I don't know if they're consi- they, they what their arsenals of submission moves are. Um, I would give the slight edge to the champion in this one, but Hobo could surprise us. See, not the other way. I, I think I think this is Hobo's match. I think when it comes down to it, I think Hobo's going to walk away uh, with the, with this match. Well, of course, Hobo's been distracted for a while now. Liam O'Shaughnessy, is he for some reason has been trying to clean him up, make him, you know, trying to get try to get the dirt off him, get him cleaned up, making, uh, you know, what? I, I don't know how that's going to go for Liam, but you know, how or Hobo for that matter, because I, I. But yeah, I, I kind of agree. It should be a good match, Boney and Hobo. All right, real quick, we'll run down some of the other matches. We had the Paragon of Greatness versus Claymore. This match has been a year in the making, Hell Vacant. A say-your-prayers match. The loser has to pray for forgiveness, pray for mercy or whatever it is at the end of the match. Basically, they have to totally uh, embarrass themselves at the end of the match. Something neither one of them, I think, want to do. Who do you... You you've been here throughout the whole process. Who wins, Paragon or Claymore? Oh, I'm gonna have so much fun watching Claymore beg for, for mercy against a person who's not really in any frame of mind to give him any. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I know who you're rooting for in that one. Very nice. High voltage steel cage match. It is. A feud that's been going for as long as I can remember. The Razor and Jerrica Page go at it in the electrified steel cage tonight. Clash of the Titans. It is you, El Vacant, taking on Unstoppabot. Uh, Unstoppabot already messing with you. We'll find out exactly uh, what Unstoppabot has has for you in the ring later tonight. Special challenge match. It is Lady Vex in her hometown. She challenged me to a match. We are going to have a hell of a match tonight. Uh, me and Lady Vex. Six-man challenge, Excalibur and, and Demented Fallen Angel, a.k.a. Uh, fractured and Deranged, taking on the Void Hackers, Zyberlinks, Lord of Pain, and Chris Sharpenstein. War Games, Luke Cage, Chris Cage, Lord of Pain, and Wildfire, taking on the entirety of Black Irish in a war, first ever war games match here at Immortal. Fubar City Street Fight, Moxie versus Mithras. And as we just announced a little while ago, Strangleheart has defeated Belt Collector in their four-corner Texas Bull Rope match. Plus some other match, interesting matchups on the undercard. Aggie taking on his, his uh, fellow member in, in Cosa Nostra, the Hawkster Bully. You got Aaron McFadden taking on Kane the Governor. Denzel the Giant returning from wherever he's returned from, uh, taking on Marcus Conan, Whispering Reaper versus Katrina Havoc, Raven the Enchanted taking on Judgment, 
and Money Sue taking on the Lord of Pain. Those were all announced last night. And, of course, the full card is available at the Immortal scene. Good luck to all participants. This is the big one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, have fun with it, and good luck. All right, so 28 minutes from when I hit the button on the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Think we can get out all these Hall of Famers in 28 minutes, El Vacant? Mm, yes, I think so. I think we could probably pull uh, that off. Let's go for it because I think it's what everybody's been waiting for. So, with that being said, say it. But yeah, it's it was a very interesting process sitting in with the Hall of Fame committee this 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 period. We, we debate, did a lot of debating, a lot of talking back and forth, and I think uh, we came up with the right choices for this year's class. For so, with that being said. Uh, it's not the right song. You can do it. I know, right? Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the 2021 class of the RAWF Hall of Fame is as follows. Our first inductees, many accolades in RAWF include being the first ever female two-time RAWF World Heavyweight Champion, as well as the longest reigning national champion in RAWF history. From day one, she took RAWF by storm and has made an impact in this company that will never be forgotten. I present to you, ladies and gentlemen, the first 2021 20, Hall of Fame inductee. First inductee to the 2021 class of the RAWF Hall of Fame is Lady Vex. Much deserved. Well, I mean, it, it was it was it, it was an obvious choice, I think, El Vacant for for Lady Vex. Your thoughts? I think yeah, it, it's well deserved. Uh, I know there was there was some discussion about last year, uh, you know, and uh, even she felt that maybe that was a little too soon from things she had said. Uh, you know, on an RLS, but, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, another year goes by and she just keeps adding to her accolades that she just makes herself undeniable. Agreed. We will be talking with Vex here later in the program. Let her sit there and soak it in uh, and <clears throat> think about it before she comes on. 
Uh, yeah, so she might need getting... to uh, calm down. <laughs> oh, jeez. Next up, our next inductee is most definitely one of the most entertaining superstars we've ever had the pleasure of having here in RAWF. He's a former national champion and Grand Slam baseball champion, among other accomplishments, and his feuds with the likes of Dan the Man Levitan and Ronald McDonald will be remembered as instant classics for all time. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the second member of the RAWF Hall of Fame class. Hall of Fame next month at Radiversary alongside Lady Vex in class of 2021. Uh, as I said, what, there's almost nobody more entertaining. It makes us laugh, makes us think differently uh, about wrestling here in RAWF than Hobo Ezekiel. Your thoughts, El Vacant? Uh, look, again, I, I, I think this is a no-brainer. I mean, he, he's been a staple in the company for, for a while now. Uh, he He's one of those guys, and you hear it in the back all the time, he's one of those guys that, you know, he makes everyone he works with better. Um, you know, he goes out of his way to make sure um, that uh, everyone has a chance at a spotlight, as it were. You know, unlike some people uh, around here, you know, he's, he's, he's always looking out uh, to make sure that the product is good. He's not just trying to, to elevate himself. Agreed. Hobo Ezekiel, definitely uh, well-deserving of this Hall of Fame induction. Next up, while also being a two-time world champ here in RAWF, this man has also held the White Lightning Championship a record five times amongst all uh, several other accolades. And while most would agree he's extremely arrogant and incorrigible, he would be the first to disagree that he is not a bad person. He is simply the good man. He is... Claymore joins Hobo and Vex into the RAWF Hall of Fame class of 2021. Uh, You love him or or hate him, and a lot of people hate him. Uh, He has definitely been successful in his tenure here at RAWF. I believe he's well-deserved of Hall of Fame. Your thoughts, El Vacant? God, I hate 
that you're right. Um, Cause like I, I've not, I've never uh, held back my opinion of, of, of him as a, as a person, but look, as a performer, there, there's no arguing this. Like you said, like the, the most reigns of, of, of high voltage of anyone ever um, he's, he, he came in and he, he made a splash, whether, you know, what you got splashed with, we, that's up for debate, but he made the splash, um, you know, and, uh, you know, look, and we, you know, now, where are we now? Today, we all are sitting around talking about, you know, who should go into the Hall of Fame while enjoying his chocolate sockets. Like, you can't <laughs> say he hasn't had an impact. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a drink when you said that. Thank you. You're welcome. Clay, Claymore to join Hobo Ezekiel and Lady Vex into the RAWF Hall of Fame 2021. But wait, there's more. This inductee has been in RAWF for most of his existence and was once even a GM here a while back. She's a former FUBAR City and National Champion. He has had many names and, and many adventures here in his R.A.W.S. career, but his love for fire is what will always um, endear him to the R.A.W.S. faithful. Well, that him and him twerking on YouTube the Amadeus style, that, that will never be forgotten uh, for sure. Let's, br- let's talk about now. game has changed. Sometimes you just have to realize it's time to hang up the boots. And start something new. Ladies and gentlemen, he's been called many things. He is the hell clown. He is Aggie joining the 2021 class of the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, he's uh, certainly kept things interesting. He's always been a big supporter here in R.A.W.F. as well. Uh, former GM, El Vacant, your thoughts on Aggie joining uh, that, this class of 2021? Aggie, Aggie has pretty much done everything there is to do in this company. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I think he may even help set up the ring sometimes. You know, like, the, like you said, he's been a GM, he's been a manager, he's been a wrestler, he's been a stable leader, he's been a you know, tag team. It doesn't, you know, you name it, he's done it. Um, you know, while he may not have always had the biggest, uh, you know, title reigns or made the biggest splashes, his, his influence has been here since, as you said, since pretty much day one. Um, and he has certainly shaped, uh, you know, some of what R.A.W.F. is today. So... I want to congratulate Vex, Hobo, Claymore, and Aggie on being inducted into the 2021 RAWF Hall of Fame. Uh, a good class, to say, to, to say the least. It is a very impressive class. But we're not done yet. We have one more. For almost all the year 2016 and into early 2017, this team, this tag team, dominated the tag division like no other in RAWF history. While starting out, it was the Immortal Griffith and Morgan Nightwalker. They later, due to injuries, added judgment to the mix as well. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I present you to you the first tag team to be inducted into the RAWF Hall of Fame, Apex. So, and they were extremely dominant team, L Vacant, uh, the first tag team in RAWF to go into the RAWF Hall of Fame. A big surprise there. Uh, your thoughts? You're not going to play their music? Did they have music? You. I'll make you famous. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? You know, you could have just said yes. But I did. <laughs> All right. Well, apparently they had music, but Apex, Morgan Nightwalker, and the Immortal Griffith. And then, of course, towards the end of their run, Judgment jumped in there, too, to help them out. Uh, it was a dominating performance for most of 2016. Apex was the apex of the tag division. So this certainly... Uh, is well-deserved, and uh, they will be inducted along with Vex, Hobo, Claymore, and Aggie at Radiversary, May 30th, live at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, a.k.a. Fubar City. All right. So, I think that was a pretty solid class, don't you, Elvacant? I I was quite pleased with with the committee on this one. Uh, speak. I, I I gotta tell you, I'm a little surprised. I mean, we you had some people, uh, you had some people, you know, really really pushing for that tag one at the end there. Uh, I, I I never thought I would see the day it happened. So, you know, kudos to the committee. Uh, I, I think you know a lot of people have been uh, been been talking about that. And, and I gotta tell you, I, I don't I I I think I think I think they chose the only people you could choose to 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 start that division. Um, as for the others, again, I I think. You know, one of the things that I always like to, to, to say about uh, the Hall of Fame and the RWF is you, you have to make yourself undeniable. Um, and yet again, that is exactly what we have. We have, we have a class of people that are 100% undeniable. 
Agreed. So why don't we get some comments from the first person we announced tonight? Uh, she is, as we said, I've already mentioned her accolades, two-time first woman to win the World Heavyweight Championship twice, longest reigning national title, among so many other titles she has won here in RAWF as well. Uh, she is the only in one. Welcome the newest member of the RAWF Hall of Fame. At least she will be a month from now. She is Lady Vex. Vex, good evening and congratulations. Thank you, LA. Um, and thank you, Vacant. I, I do appreciate the kind words. Um, thank you to the committee. Um, there was uh, there was a lot of talk last year about, you know, what, what really makes someone deserving of being recognized in this company. And you know, anything anyone does is recognizable, but this is this is a different level. I mean, and, you know, this is much well-deserved. You, When you first came in the company, uh, I won't lie, there was, you know, concerns. But at the same time, I knew that somebody who, who applied themselves as well as much as you had over the years could do it in RAWF. I had, you know, no doubts uh, that you would thrive and you, did, you exceeded any expectations I had. Uh, for certain, and, and as well as many other people, you have uh, been one hell of a representative of RAWF uh, during your career, and uh, I, I expect that will continue, especially uh, considering you will be from forever known as an RAWF Hall of Famer from this point on. <laughs> um, you know, when I when I came to RAWF, it was it was at one of those points where I said, hey, you know. I've done the Unstoppable Hall of Fame. I've got the Hardcore Hall of Fame, Hall of Infamy, Hall of Shame. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd won USL titles and uh, all kinds of things throughout the time that I'd been here. Um, and I said, you know, I'd really like to get back to the point where I'm doing something a lot more story-based than just going and grinding through matches. And I came here and I, you know, it's like so many other people do. You come in for Xanther and you end up staying. And, you know, when, when I was asked, Hey, are you, you going to stay? I said, you know what? I think I am going to give this a go. And it's been home ever since. Um, I think we're going on four years now. 
that I've really uh, found where I'm comfortable in RAWF. This is this is an incredible company. It's nothing like anything else. Everyone, every company has got its own unique thing, um, but companies that run stories, I I haven't found one quite like this. Um, and if it was here before I started doing so much else in Unstoppable, um, I would have enjoyed really comparing it to that because, uh, the last place I saw it was, uh, the swamp and that place had so much going on. I didn't know which way was up. So, um, thank you, LA. Um, you've really given me uh, a second wind to my Unstoppable career. Well, Vex, as I said, it's well-deserved. Um, I'm looking forward to your induction next month for certain. And uh, with that being said, I'll see you in the ring in just a little while. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, she will be inducted in the RAWF Hall of Fame at Radiversary. She is Lady Vex, as will our next guest. He was the second person uh he was the second person mentioned tonight. A great, a hell of an entertainer. He's given us so many great um, moments here in RAWF. He also will be going into the RAWF Hall of Fame. He is. <laughs> gentlemen he is hobo ezekiel uh hobo you there yes am i coming through yes yes you are coming through hobo congratulations sir on uh, becoming a member of the rawf hall of fame you will be inducted here on may 30th at radiversary uh what's going through your mind right now i know you've been uh, pre- being prepped by liam out there uh so Talk to me. How are you feeling at this moment? Well, for, for, well, well. First, let me tell you what's first going through my mind. Okay, this this limo Shaughnessy. I thought I was going to Parkside Food and Liquors to get me a bottle of Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill, but he don't take me down to the Angel Angelo's Barber Shop, and look what he did to my hair. I mean, you actually look a lot cleaner and nicer than I've seen you in a while. That's for sure. And this, you know, usually I need a gas mask when you come in here, uh, and it, I'm smelling cookies uh, actually coming from you right now. But what? Uh, yeah, you you look great, hobo. You have a you have a problem being clean like this? I've got a soup string collection, and I'm collecting more. So if you got a a Bar of soup like everyone else 
has been given me, well, I'll just tie it on to my string and add it to my collection. <laughs> well, you can never have too much soap, at least that's what I'm told. Um, but, but Hobo, you, you, you do realize you, you're going into the Hall of Fame next month. You, you understand that's what happened, just happened, right? I think so. Does that mean, does that mean my security won't be after me as much? Uh, I, I, I can't promise anything, uh, but I, I can tell you that I'm hoping I've been, you know, trying to talk to, uh, Dan Levitan about getting off your case. Uh, but you know, he just can't help himself. Hopefully maybe the two of you can work this out at some point. Uh, maybe we'll have to have some intervention with both of you, but you know, you know, I will see about that. I'll, I'll, you definitely, you get a ring. Do you, do you wear rings, Hobo? Do you have, have you ever had a ring before on, for your finger? I, I usually don't put things on my hands. I usually want uh, them nice and open and, cl- and uh, un, uh, unencumbered when I'm climbing in and out of a boxcar. Uh, that kind of stuff uh, kind of gets in the way. Well, I mean, I've seen I, I, it's not un, unheard of that maybe you could, you know, keep it around, wear it around your neck on a chain or, you know, whatever you need to do. But, you know, you will be getting a ring here. Uh, I, might, I might see how it uh, is at opening cans of Beanie Weenies. I don't know. I have never tried to open a can with a Hall of Fame ring before. That would be. Interesting. Um, anyways, Hobo, um, thank you for your time, sir. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Because in two minutes, I have something very important I need to do. So uh, the floor is yours for a, for a minute or two. Yes, uh, I need Liam to tell me the nearest exit to the bathroom. Well, it's just down the hall there and to the right. If you just, just It's the third door on the right. All right. Right there, let's go. All right, it's Hobo. Thank you. Hobo Ezekiel, ladies and gentlemen, he will be going into the RAWF Hall of Fame next month at Radiversary. So, L Vacant, it's countdown. (laughs) We've got 45 seconds before I hit the button on the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. I've got my finger over the start button right now. Uh, you keep an eye on the clock there, the ticker right there, and you let me know when that sucker hits 9 o'clock on the dot, will you? Uh, to- Is it there yet? No. Is it there yet? No. How about now? No. Clocks move slow when you're waiting, huh? Don't let it go. Do it now. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it now. Hitting now, the now. start now, button it. on the. Okay, I'm doing it. Ladies and gentlemen, I have hit the start tournament button for the Zanth of the Platinum. Enter. What? Oh, I forgot to enter. Ah. Uh, Crap, so did I. 
Well, I guess that means we get to commentate that, you know, unbiased. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's it. We are being unbiased. We are being unbiased. That's that's it. We didn't. You didn't want to take anyone's glory this year, so we decided to stay out. We we you know we didn't. I mean, it would have been an honor to face you in the finals, El Vacant, but it just it just didn't. All right, but at anywho, Xanthu Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament 2021 is underway. Only two matchups in round one: uh, Air Eerie versus the Queen of Sexiness, and Haley Storm versus Gangsta. This is kind of like a play-in game uh, in the NCAA tournament. So <clears throat> good luck to all of the 130 people that got like into the round. What's that? It's like an anti-buy round. <laughs> Something like that. It really is. Uh, so I have a feeling we won't be able to update you much over the next few weeks. It'll be a yeah. good month before we can give you a really good update. But uh, See, this, the tournament, this tournament takes its time. The tournament does definitely take time, but good luck to all 130 people who signed up for this year's Xanthar Platinum Dragon Tournament. Uh, good luck and thank you for all the donations. And you know this tournament was a success. Very happy. Uh, thank you all. All right. Well, I see Judgment out on the field, out in the ring. It looks like he's ready for this uh, halftime show. Uh, let's bring him in. Let's let's go to him out in the out in the ring. Uh, Judge, are you there? I'm here. Judge, uh, is everything set up for the the halftime show out there? It it is set up. It is set up. The the, the pyro is ready. Uh, the 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 group is ready. They're ready. All right. Well, Judge, take it away then. Ladies and gentlemen, live, this is the Immortal Halftime Show, presented by Mr. R.A.W.F.
Freaking gnarly. You uh you all right there? Dude you like got a really <laughs> big mask. Uh well I mean yes, because oh. you know, oh. kind of a big mask. Oh. Sorry. So I was having I was having flashbacks. You know the nineties were the great I'm in the clubs in the nineties, huh? The nineties were were kind to me. I, I, I even though I remember very little of them, but ah, uh, sorry. Um, I think the '90s are being kind to you right now. Oh, judge, good judge, good job. I told you we was gonna rock it out. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that was that was something. That was. I have to tell you, every R.E.W.F. fan over the age of 45 is rocking out right now. Uh, Did I say gnarly? You did. I just said gnarly, didn't I? Oh, good Lord. (sighs) Good job, Judge. Thank you very much. That may be the the best or at least the most impact you've had with a halftime show since you started doing it several years ago. Good job. And you didn't blow up anybody's house. I know. No, I don't blow enough houses tonight. But next year, maybe we go for something more uh, contemporary. Contemporary. Okay. Uh, I already got it figured out. Who's next next year? I already got it. Yeah, next year's gonna be. It's gonna be better, better, better. I heard you were in talks with Demi Lovato. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be interesting. All right. Thank you, Judgment. Stick around. We got a little bit to talk to you about, but before we do, let's bring on 
the man who's, I mean, who would say it could be the biggest night of his career. Uh, you add now that he is now, along with Judgment and Morgan, the first ever two ring AWF Hall of Famers. Please welcome. champion tonight three of those titles on the line against three of the best in, in the business defending the, the supreme fighter championship against these the men's championship against mithras and the world title against the paragon of greatness uh but first griff your reaction to finding out that you along with mordred and judge going into the hall of fame with apex <laughs> uh well uh Takes a lot to stun an immortal, but uh, you, you managed it because I honestly figured that would never happen. But you know, I think a second ring would be. What do you think? Should, should I put it on the other hand ring finger, or should I do like a pinky ring and have two side by side? Like, what do you think? What, what do you What do you think would look good? Um, I mean, obviously you don't want them on. on I would say separate fingers. Yeah, right? separate fingers. Do you have any other rings besides your your AWF ring ring? Do you ever wear? Those? Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have a couple, I have, Hall, I have some Hall of Fame rings from other, from other indies that I was in, but, you know, I don't really wear those. I, I don't wear a ton of jewelry. Um, you know, I just wear this one. And I didn't mean wear them both on the same ring finger. You know, I have another one on the other hand. Like, I could wear one on each ring finger on each hand, or I could wear it on two fingers on the same hand. That's what I was going for here. Two on one. I mean, they're big, chunky rings. Trying to get two of them on one finger would be pretty, pretty hard. Judge, well, since you're since you're here now in the studio with us, you're getting a, a second ring as well as part as part of Apex. Uh, your thoughts on on finding out that you're going to be a two uh, time REWF Hall of Famer? I was uh, shocked. Um, you know, I, I I when the injury happened and. Griff needed someone. I, I stepped up and I said I was I would do it. And he taught me what I needed. To, he taught me what I needed to learn and to win the carry the title as long as we did. After the injury and all, it was um, 
it, it was it was it was it was amazing. It was an amazing run, and uh, like I said, I'm shocked. But you know, but Griff, I, I mean, think it's going to be cool to have them on each each hand. Put it put it. We'll put a ring on each each hand, and we can bump them together. And of course, history will always show that the way that you guys lost the titles, and actually, it was you know it was a such as which Griff had to defend having to defend the tag titles by himself, uh, which you know. He could have done it, it wasn't impossible, but it certainly was a daunting task taking on two people uh, And that's how apex eventually lost the titles. Otherwise, they may still be tag team champions today We don't we will never find out but uh, Griff judge and Mordrin, if you're out there listening good luck to you uh, You all will be inducted once again into the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame on May 30th for being the first tag team in R.A.W.F. history Hall of Fame all right. Thank you, Judge. I'll get back to you in just a second in a little bit. Uh, Griff, let's now talk about the daunting task ahead of you tonight. Or do you feel it's a daunting task taking on the three competitors you have to for the three titles uh, that you wear around your waist or I mean, over your shoulders? It, and it's front. a task. I don't know if I would use the word daunting. Uh, you know, one has to be feasible to be daunted. Well, I mean, that's fair, but when we look at the three opponents, I mean, uh, you have Mithras, you have Paragon, and you have Ds. I mean, it, you can almost you, – you almost can't name three different people that aren't the same person. I mean, maybe facing Mithras three times or Paragon three times in one night would be just as daunting. But uh, facing three separate men of the caliber of them, uh, I mean, tonight could be the ultimate – how you say you would prove the ultimate point tonight if you were to walk away with all three titles, would you not? I mean, at this point, I think I've proven every point I need to make, but apparently I still have my doubters. So we'll see. I suspect those that like to, uh, like to doubt me will find a way to doubt this achievement as well. Well, with that being said tonight, you can, you can break, uh, you know, of, of of the things we can say bad we can say about you, one of them, the, the very few things, one of them is that you have never successfully defended the World Heavyweight Championship. Tonight at Immortal, you have that opportunity, but you have to do it against a man who probably knows you better than any other person in RAWF, and that's the Paragon of Greatness. Any final words for the Paragon of Greatness, knowing he's listening? <sighs> You could have had a nice, respectful match in the main event of Immortal. You could have had just a technician's dream of a match. You had to poke the bear. You, 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 you couldn't leave it be. And now... <laughs> now you push this off the map. And like I've said before, here there be monsters. You want to be the monster at the end of the book? I'm the monster at the end of the world. When things come to pass, there will be two left standing, and only one of us killed gods for a hobby, and you just pissed him off. 
I'll see you in the ring. All right. And then any final words for Mithras and or these? <laughs> Gentlemen, you should either be really, really thankful to Paragon or really, really upset at Paragon. You just have to just figure out whether me being this pissed off at him will flow into your match or distract me from your match. What do you think it'll be? Guess time will tell. Big night tonight for the Immortal Griffith, defending three of the biggest titles in all of Unstoppable, the R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Championship, the R.A.W.F. Men's Championship, and the R.A.W.F. Supreme Fighter Championship against three very great opponents. Good luck to you tonight, Griff. Thank you. Judge, back to you for a moment. If you're still around, Judge. I'm I'm here. Yes, sir. Real quick, facing a fellow RAWF Hall of Famer in Raven the Enchanted tonight. Uh, any any words for uh, the lovely Raven? Well, you know, this is almost. I'm I'm afraid this is going to have to put him have to cage the canary again, like I've always done. See. Raven isn't Raven. Raven's Raven's a canary, a parakeet. She likes to squawk and clock. Rock, squawk, squawk. I'm gonna make some crackers to the ring for her. That's what I'm gonna do. Raise some crackers and sprinkle some crackers around for her. And she just squawks. Yeah, that's it. She's a squawker. I w I wouldn't know, but all right, Judge. Thank you very you much. Know, you but... hear her squawking. Listen. Squawk, squawk. You hear her squawking. <laughs> Not at the moment, no, but uh all right. see, see, there you go. Is that what was that Raven? Oh, wow. It's a canary. I've I've Cranky. I've never been, I've never been an expert at bird bird calls. Alright, thank you, Judge. Congrats and congratulations once again. Yeah. All right, next up, ladies and gentlemen, she is your reigning Midnight Hobo Champion. She's looking to hopefully walk out of Immortal, still Midnight Hobo Champion, and add the Hatfield McCoy Championship back to her back to her ownership. She is Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Maeve O'Hare now is joining us. Uh, Maeve, good evening. Good 
Good evening, Northman. So. Good evening, Vacant. Hola. I missed you yesterday. I had to sit in your chair all by my lonesome. Yeah, well, you know, when the when the health inspector comes a knocking, you you really don't have an option to say, oh, sorry, I got to go have a redhead sit on my lap. Actually, you know what? That might have worked. I should have tried that. <laughs> he, he might have been like, oh, don't let me get that way. Go. <laughs> well, Maeve, big night for you tonight, as we know, defending the Midnight Hobo Championship. Uh, a title I know you you hold pretty dear to near and dear at this point, but and El Vacant seems pretty confident you can beat Uncle Frank. Are, are hearing what El Vacant say earlier did that give you any more confidence? Did it make you feel better about this match? No, nah, because Vacant always has his head turned when it comes to me. I appreciate the confidence, but he's not the one having to face Frank in the middle of the ring now, is he? No, oh, that's true. But I, but but I'm not spry. You're spry. I mean, I'm spry, but I'm, I'm I'm also not near so close to his size as you are. Stick and move. Stick and move. I'll keep well, that in mind. It is it is a it is a huge match, no doubt about it. And Uncle Frank, he is you know he's not. Uh, it, He's not transparent. He's not. He's not. He's not strategic. He comes at you full force. Maybe the stick and move is the way to go. We will find out tonight um, when you take on Uncle Frank. And uh, it is you versus Beast. It seems to be a rivalry that won't stop uh, as you try to regain the Hatfield McCoy Championship you lost from him uh, last month. El Vacan again, very confident you're going to win this. You still, you still feel a little confident that you can take that title back from Beast tonight. I feel confident about it. I mean, you know, he he won one match out of like seventeen that we've had together, so the the odds are in my favor. Um, not that I'm not taking it serious, but I I don't think I'm I don't think I'm in near so much danger as I am against Frank. I mean, for one thing, pretty sure Beastie likes me a lot more than Frank does. I'm, I'm not entirely sure Frank likes anybody. I mean, this is true. This is true. Any last thought words? For either of them, if they are listening. I mean, I'll do plenty of talking against Frank in the ring because let's face it, what's he going to do? Interrupt me? Oh, but yeah, as you, as you, did there. you see what I did there? Um, no, I'm I'm looking forward to both matches. Uh, I wish both fellows the best of luck. Just not as much luck as I'm keeping for myself. I fully intend to leave this pay-per-view maybe two belts once more. And briefly, we need to talk about war games. Black Irish coming together as a foursome for the first time in their RAWF careers uh, to take on uh, not like that. Luke Cage, Chris Cage, Lord of Pain, and Wildfire. Any final thoughts for them on behalf of you and Black Irish? I don't appreciate these scurrilous allegations. Nobody in Black Irish is me type. That's true. You said you don't like blondes. I, I don't like blondes. Um, IKP light ain't British. I mean, um, so anyway, about the match tonight. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It should be it should be a classic. Um, perhaps we can start making war games a staple of the, uh, the immortal season. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, 
awful warm in here all of a sudden, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, you should go don't look up. You at, should... Don't look at me in that tone of voice, Sacon. Need a chocolate? Stay away no, from the chocolate. Uh, uh, I, I spent enough time closer to Clay Lad than I liked. I'm, I'm good. Thank you, Maeve. Good luck tonight in all of your matches, and uh, we will find out what happens here in just a couple weeks or a week or two. So uh, good luck, hon. Good luck, boss man. I'll, I'll try to get Zexy to be gentle with you. He won't like it that way. Oh, well, then you, I'll, I'll encourage you, her hey, to... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll encourage her to bring a paddle then. I'm helping. Not. Who helping Maeve, maybe, not me. Anyways, let's bring on now the First Lady of Anarchy. Two titles she must defend tonight. One by herself, the other with her tag team partner, Beast, the tag team championship. Please welcome. (laughs) (laughs) What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the First Lady of Anarchy. She is the Cougar Cougs. Good evening. Good evening, L.A. Are you there? Hello? I'm here. Oh, okay. I can barely hear you. I'm sorry. Uh, So we are now – it's immortal. It's happening tonight. Uh, Let's talk first about the Powerball Championship against Papa Shaker. Uh, You mentioned – any anything any final things you'd like to say to Papa before the big match? Well, somebody was concerned about how I was going to go into it, my mood. I was kind of happy and and just jovial about it yesterday, but last night people started picking me off and they have continued to do so today. So I guess I'm going to be going into the matches pretty ticked off. That's never a good thing for your opponents, ever. No. I know this. Uh, so with that being said, Papa Shaker could be in for some in for some claws in his in in his back, in his front, and his sides, and his face tonight. Yes. Okay. And, of course, defending the tag team titles for the first time are you and Beast, uh, the Feral Beast, defending it against Hotness, Deez, and Tiggs. It's a huge match. Could be one of the greatest tag matches in R.A.W.F. history. Uh, Are you and Beast ready for the former champs, Hotness? Uh, We'll hose him down with ice water to prove how hot they're not. (laughs) Well, they seem pretty confident. At least Dee's did, did earlier when he was out in the chat. So uh, it 
I, I'm expecting one a hell of a brouhaha for the tag team titles. Any any final words for these and Tiggs? You're expecting a witch? Hey, I'm mad at you, oh. Vacant. But why are you Uh-oh. mad at me? You weren't here last night. I was not my fault. to convince someone. Uh, it's your fault you weren't here. I was attempting to convince somebody that I was a fragile flower. True, it wasn't on the radio show, but I still needed you here to support me, and you were not here. Instead, I get L.A. telling me I'm a carnivorous plant. No, you are a delicate flower of the East. (laughs) Too late. I tried. I mean, a Venus flight. I mean, a Venus flight trap may be carnivorous, but it's kind of pretty. I'm just saying, it's not the most ugly plant in the world, is it? It's not. Anyways, I wasn't don't look at me like by that. Its appearance. <sighs> oh, poor baby. Hmm. Are you remembering dinners again? I'm remembering too many things tonight. The flashback judge gave me didn't help either. But at any rate, um, do we need to call your therapist? Wow, she really is in a mood. She is not letting up. Uh, LV can talk to her. She's mad at me. Oh, wait. I have another one to pick on you about LA. I need the names of all of the committee members so that I can go and personally kick all of their bums. For what? Because Unstoppabot was not inducted again. I, I, I cannot reveal those names to you at this time, Coops. I'm sorry. Okay, then I'll have a match with you and I'll scratch them out. Oh, God. Cooks, good luck to you tonight in your defense of the Powerball and Tag Team Championships. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, I don't know what. Yeah. What do I want? I. Why am I in those in trouble with people? Oh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, as, as awkward as this night has been for me, it's still the greatest show in RAWF history. Some huge matches going on, including for this man. He's probably on two of the biggest matches on the card, including the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship. Please welcome. Recognize that I am not alive. I can vibe. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. Hey, 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 hey,
Ladies and gentlemen, he is the paragon of greatness. Paragon, good evening, sir. Good evening. Yeah, you just asked, uh, why are you always in trouble with people? So I've got to ask, what are you trying to do to me, man? Give the Hall of Fame bump to both of my opponents tonight? Like, are, are you are you just trying to get them all pumped up to destroy me? Or? What, what the fuck? Okay, what, what, <laughs> did, no, no, in all, in all seriousness, you know what? Uh, absolutely d- deserved for both of them. Okay. <laughs> all right, well, Paragon, let's talk about your two big matches. The first one against Claymore. This one has been a long time in the making. There's been a, lo- a lot has happened between the two. It all comes to a head tonight. And basically, what, the way I see it, the loser is going to have to suffer the ultimate uh, defeat because that person is basically going to have to grovel, beg, and pray uh, for mercy and forgiveness when it's all said and done. This is, I mean, this is almost bigger than a title match just because nobody wants to suffer the con- consequences like that. No, especially a professional wrestler. Uh, talk to me about this match and what, you know. Other than what you've already said about what you're going to do to Claymore, uh, what what else is there to say at this point? You know, it really is a shame that he's he's uh, going to have such a roller coaster of emotions tonight because he's going to go from the absolute tippy top peak of finding out that he's going into the Hall of Fame. And then the absolute valley of the greatest humiliation of his career. This is this is how would I put this? At this point, it's grown beyond a match. This is not just personal. It's not about winning and proving that somebody is better. It's about taking somebody and breaking them down to the lowest form they could possibly crumble to. This is about taking somebody, a future Hall of Famer, Claymore, and turning him into a sniveling coward in front of a sold-out crowd at Soldier Field as they all watch him beg and plead for mercy. I, you know, I focused on this a little bit last night. You know he's going to be angry going into this match. He's already humiliated, and I've got to make it worse. I mean, the guy has tried as hard as he could to campaign, make this match the main event. There, All of the ingredients are there. If we didn't have the match structures that we have at these pay-per-views that are always set the way that they are, one could have made that argument. But that's not how it works here in R.A.W.F. And that's why we both had a job going into this match. I had to earn that contendership. He had to defend that championship. I delivered. He failed. And that's going to be the story of this match. I'm going to deliver. And Claymore is going to fail. Uh. It should be. It, it, I mean, it. I would hate to see you on the losing end of this because that would be the ultimate humiliation. I'm obviously pulling for you, uh, just because Claymore, you know, has done some pretty nasty things. He calls himself the good man, but the truth is, not a lot of the things he does 
are good. They're pretty uh, sinister in a lot of ways. So good luck to you against Claymore uh, tonight at Immortal 8. And then, of course, the big one, Paragano. If, 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 either, one can, if either one is bigger than the other, I, I, I have no idea in your mind which one's bigger. But the truth is the World Heavyweight Championship, always the big story at Immortal 8. Fourth consecutive uh, Immortal that you've been in the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, whether it's been as a defending it or challenging for it. Talk to me about what it's like doing, doing main eventing Immortal for the fourth consecutive year and doing so against probably the most tough, the toughest opponent you ever had. This is probably the greatest rivalry in RAWF history. How it comes to a head tonight. Talk to me about the match with Griffith. You know, it's not a secret at all the way that I feel about RAWF, the the amount of effort that I'm willing to put in to promote this company and to make sure everybody on this roster gets to take home a big fat paycheck from all of these attendance gate um, payouts and to be able to see all of that work be paid off by being in the main event of the biggest show of the year, it's it's truly a, an experience that I can't I can't describe accurately. It's it's beyond words. It's something that means everything to me. And okay, so a couple of weeks ago, I I said some things about the immortal Griffin, but I want this to be known to everybody out there. There is no person. Not one person in this entire industry that I would rather have this match with. I'm not talking about just because of the star power involved in the match. I'm not talking about the history involved. I'm not even necessarily talking about because, you know, Griffith isn't the only immortal in RAWF. I want this match more than any match I could think of because the immortal Griffith is the absolute best. There is a a league of one at the top of this industry, and that name reads the Immortal Griffith. I think I said it yesterday when I said that there's no man, no monster, no angel, no demon, no god that could stand to the Immortal Griffith, and I absolutely stand by this. Listen, I said some things a couple of weeks ago, and they were they were um, intentionally designed, let's say, to piss off the immortal Griffith, because he's right. We could have had ourselves a, a nice, respectable match going into this pay-per-view, and it would have been a very strange situation, to say the least. Uh, we've always been at each other's throat, but a strange thing has developed over this last year. I wouldn't quite call it friendship, but the immortal Griffith and Paragon of Greatness had kind of landed on this same page that we'd never been on before. I mean, during the entire legal, legal fiasco with Claymore, it was the immortal Griffith who was advocating for Paragon of Greatness, who was trash-talking for me. And, you know, and he, would, he would tell people things like, the word Paragon means something, you should look it up. And in a couple of weeks it's very possible that we may be back to this situation once he's had some time to cool down. But the fact of the matter is, Immortal isn't about 
the immortal Griffith. It isn't about Paragon of Greatness. It isn't about L.A. It's about them. It's about the people that are watching at home and the people that are attending the live show. And what they want is a main event full of fire between the two best at their craft, wanting nothing more than to destroy their opponent and make the greatest spectacle they can. Listen, I, I turned up the heat, and that may be a bit of an artificial heat, but that doesn't change the fact that we've got ourselves a pissed-off immortal, and we've got ourselves the hardest-working man in R.A.W.S. in a match that will be remembered forever, a match that I dare say will be immortal. It certainly shall be, Paragon. There's no doubt about it. It is going to be probably the biggest match in R.A.W.F. history between two men that know each other well, have fought many, many pay-per-views in the past. But this one, it seems bigger than all of those combined just because of what it means. It's the biggest show, the biggest stage, Soldier Field, in front of all these people, these 80,000 people here in Soldier Field. Good luck to you, Paragon. Against both Thank you. the Immortal Griffith and Claymore. Thank you very uh, much. All right, we have still a couple of still one person to talk to. Uh, he is a member of Fractured and Deranged. He, along with his brother Alexander and Demented Fallen Angel, take on the team of. Uh, of the Void Hackers, Zyberlinks, Lord of Pain, and Chris Sharpenstein. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Please welcome Marcus Caliber, a uh, member of uh, Fractured and Deranged. Marcus, good evening, sir. Good evening, C2LA. Tonight's a very exciting night, isn't it? It is, indeed, indeed, Marcus. So, uh, you know, this whole this whole relationship with you, your brother, and Demented Fallen Angel... We find out really what it's all about tonight when you take on the Void Hackers in the six-man challenge. Talk to me about the Void Hackers and uh, what you and Fractured and Deranged have in store for them tonight. 
it's funny you should mention that, L.A. I do recall seeing one of them earlier, uh, earlier on in the back. I noticed he was wearing a certain type of clothing, a certain type of uh, makeup, so to speak. And I noticed it looked exactly like mine. You have no idea what I'm feeling right now. There's like a bit of mockery that I'm feeling right now. I think Chris is trying to mock me. Like, like I don't know what his deal is, but let me tell you, I'm going to make him pay if he even wanted to mock me. And he and his other followers that are with him, they're going to find out exactly what this little group is all about. Throughout these months, we've been misunderstood. Like, I get it. A lot of people don't really understand what this alliance is about, but tonight, they will. All right. Well, Marcus, good luck to you and your brother, Alexander, and Demented Fallen Angel as you take on the Void Hackers to uh, two little groups making their debut here and the biggest show of them all. Any final thoughts before we let you go, Marcus? Yes, indeed. You know, uh, I just wanted to, uh, to comment on the upcoming Say Your Prayers match once again. As you know, L.A., as the Joker, I fought Paragon. Of course, you know I was I was completely out of my mind, or should we say we were out of our minds? But Paragon that night, he showed us something. I do have respect for him for doing what he had to do. Now this is my message to Claymore, and I, I've said this before: Claymore better not make the exact same mistake that I made. You remember what happened last year, don't you, L.A.? I remember very well, Marcus, yes. Yes, indeed. You better be careful, otherwise, who knows? He'll just end up like me. (laughs) I don't I don't wish that on anybody, Marcus. No doubt about it. Good luck to you and Fractured and Deranged tonight, taking on the Void Hackers in six-man tag action. Thank you, Marcus. All right, folks. Well, it's about time to wrap it up. Um, L Vacant, I'm going to ask you real quick if there's any thoughts you have uh, anything you'd like to say to Unstoppable, since that's your opponent tonight at Immortal? Uh, well, first of all, if you did uh, send send you know Mr. Fedman to my trucks, ha, we got perfect A plus rating in every truck, so they're neen there. Um, also, uh, hey everybody, we got perfect A plus rating everybody, so come on down to those trucks and eat. There's no food poisoning here. <laughs> all right. 
well, there, that, that's, that's, that's telling them. They'll take it, no doubt about it. You can't argue with an A-plus rating on every truck. Uh, but also, thank you I very much. Um, is, is, is Unstoppable about, like, waterproof? Can I just, like, throw a glass of water on, on it? That's been tried. Didn't uh-huh. work. Had to ask. But, but you know, keep trying. It, 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 it may work out for you. All right. Uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, all right. With that being said, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, five weeks from tonight, RAWF Radiversary Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, five weekends from tonight, because a lot of times we do. Uh, the Hall of Fame in two nights on After Hours and at Radiversary. So, uh, to those who were inducted, who were announced tonight, Lady Vex, Hobo Ezekiel, Claymore, Aggie, and Apex, congratulations! Five weeks, uh, five weeks from tonight, you will be inducted into the RAWF Hall of Fame. You, of course, get to pick your pick your inductors, uh, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. It'll be the eight-year anniversary of. R-A-W-F. Wow. Eight-year anniversary. <laughs> it's been one of a ride. It's going to be a hell of a ride for the next month celebrating uh, R-A-W-F and its eighth anniversary. Looking forward to it. For L Vacant, this has been Immortal 8. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you all good luck to your matches. Uh, it, was been a, it was a fun show to do. It was a fun show to make. And uh, we will see you all right here next week, Saturday night. Reminder, uh, Chris Cage has vacated the Saturday night championship. So next Saturday night, if you want a shot at that championship, you need to be here in the chat, talking it up. Let us know you're here. And and the championship committee will choose two people to compete for the Saturday night title next week on After Hours. For L Vacant, I'm Lord Amadeus. This has been Immortal 8, the greatest show in REWF history. We will see you all next week and give you updates on what has happened tonight. Good night, everybody. <laughs>